you wake up in the morning, hit the snooze again. Ooh, buddy, these cake pops will wake you up for sure. Yeah. Biscuits yeah. on the table, got mm. gravy in the pan. Ah! Oh. Let the chunks <laughs> are special. <laughs> Corn or porn? Corn nuts or porn nuts? Yeah. Let the all special. So the PG version. <laughs> we just found out I had a doppelganger. That's upsetting. Good morning, Aloha Biscuiteers. Welcome back to the historic Biscuits and Gravy Amphitheater. That's right. It's I, Chuck Sauce, and in the studio today, we have my co-host, my cohort, my co-something. Vincent Fody in the historic Biscuits and Gravy Amphitheater today. Yes, I and am here. What do we got cooking in our studio kitchen? Oh, man, we got so much stuff going on today. We got a lot of stuff to talk about today, Chuck. We're going to finish today's episode off with a lovely segment we call Chuck Stuff the Knowledge Buffalo. Buffalo sound, which is highly contested. <laughs> The name of our segment at the end of the show. I've had multiple people ask me this week to confirm what the name of the show was. Yeah, yeah. I guess people get so excited they some miss over some it, of the finer details of the show. It's Chuck Stuff, the Knowledge Buffalo. Yeah, originally it, it was going to be Chuck Stuff, the Knowledge Buff, but we had a uh, a buffalo literally burst into the room and challenge me for my smartness. Also, uh, our phones kept auto-correcting it to Knowledge Buffalo, so we just changed it to Chuck Stuff the Knowledge Buffalo. It was supposed to be like a like Bill Nye the Science Guy, Chuck Stuff the Knowledge Buff. Yeah. Yeah, Chuck yeah. Stuff the Chuck Knowledge stuff Buff. The knowledge buff. Chuck, 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 yeah. Chuck, Chuck, Chuck. We should bring that back, baby. <laughs> Chuck Stuff the Knowledge Buff. But now it's Chuck Stuff the Knowledge Buffalo, not Chunk. Chuck. <laughs> chunk. <laughs> not Chunk. Chunk the Knowledge Bunk. Ooh, Chunk the Bunk. I like that. Chunker the knowledge, chunker in yeah. the knowledge bunker. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, it's not a or Chuck Stump, Chucky Stump, and the and the biscuit bumps. I like that. I like Chucky Stump and the biscuit bumps. Chucky Stumps and the biscuit bumps. <laughs> we wear our underwear backwards. <laughs> that's our. <laughs> so that's gonna that's gonna be our new segment at the end. <laughs> I look forward to music for that. Uh, before that, we are gonna do a lovely segment we call Spoiler Alert. That's where we watch all the stuff on TV. <laughs> There's a new TV show with Amy Schumer, and guess what? It's not that bad. Spoiler alert. You know what? I was just thinking about her the other day. Whatever happened to Amy Schumer? She had a terrible Did cooking show or something? during COVID. Oh, right. It was her and her, hus- her husband, by the way. I think it's cooler than she is, BT Dubs. But they had, like, a weird cooking show over COVID. You know, like, celebrities were even going a little bit crazy? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, anyway. So uh, she has a new show on Hulu. And it's called Life After Beth. And crazy thing about it, Amy Schumer is a drunk wine salesman. Whoa. What a stretch of character that is. That is a stretch. We're going to talk about that later on Spoiler Alert. And then we've got plenty of new segments. We're going to play Corn Nuts or Porn Nuts where (laughs) (laughs) we're going to take a picture. One is a picture, a zoomed in picture of Corn Nuts. The other one is a zoomed-in picture of testicles. <laughs> <laughs> and then we're going to play another segment called uh, Cake Pop or K-Pops, yeah. where we're going to show you we're a picture put of cake pops. something in your mouth, and you tell us if it's a cake pop or a K-Pop. Or a K-Pop star. You want the last one? Yeah, I do. So these, <laughs> these cake pops are delicious. They're so good. Did uh, the governor make these? The governor made them. So cake pops are when you make a cake, and then you crumble into pieces. 
and then you mix cream cheese and cake frosting in with the cake, and then you dip it in melted chocolate. Oh my god! And then you put sprinkles on top of it. Um, these are so good. I was wondering mm-hmm. how they, how they're so oh, moist. Yeah. I think Christy just likes to put cream cheese in everything. <laughs> she does. I love cream cheese so much, though. That's a that's you a can, thing. You can either buy cream cheese from Safeway, where it's three dollars for twelve ounces, or you can go to Costco, and for four twenty get five pounds of cream. Like cheese. Like a lifetime supply of cream cheese, or a week supply for us. <laughs> yeah, that's like I like buying some stuff at Costco, but the the cream cheese it's too much cream cheese. It's so much. It's a log of cream cheese. Yeah. It's like buying like 10 gallons of milk. Like, yeah, it's cheap, but what am I going to do with 10 gallons of milk? I'll show you what to do with 10 gallons of milk. Oh, did you play did, <laughs> <laughs> did you play Wordle today, Chuck? I did not. Are you? Do you play Wordle? No, not as much. I got back into Sudoku, though. Oh, okay. I've been doing Wordle every day because uh, Wordle is like this new – if you guys aren't into Wordle, it's like this new word game that's been sweeping the nation. The New York Times just bought it. Yeah, it was so popular that it, it was around for like a brief time, and it, was so, it became so popular so fast that the New York Times bought it. Now is it like it's like a word search game, right? No, it's sort of like um, you type in a five-letter word and it tells you how many letters that you got that were correct and in the right place, and how many were in the wrong place but were still in the word. And then you got to try to use those clues to go along and guess the word. You get like five, six, oh, chances, awesome. something like that. Yeah. And then if you're tr- looking for an, a real challenge, then there's Quartle, which is can you even say that on the radio? Quartle. Uh, hold on, check the list over there. All right, hold on. Dag Nabbit, you, you son of a biscuit. Quartle. We can say Quartle. All right, it's not on the the band list over there. But Quartle is like you're, there's four different Wordles, and you have to play them at the same time, <laughs> and you get like nine chances. So that's that's a little bit tougher. So if you guys are Wordle fans out there, but you find it a little too easy, try Quartle. Okay. So get into that. Also, we should mention uh, since we're at the top of the show, we should mm. do a little housekeeping. We got some cool stuff coming up. Housekeeping. We have to talk about there's a comedy show coming up April 1st. Yeah, we actually are two Maui comedians who are really into cooking, really into comedy, really into conspiracies. And we have a lot of good comedy shows coming up. One is going to be a free show April 1st at Duh Playground. Duh Playground. Duh Playground. So Duh Playground was where we were doing our open mic. And uh, it's finally back open. I think they're going to be celebrating. I think the playground is also having like a, a thing on the 27th or the 26th, celebrating the end of masks. Wow! As well, That's, so they're going to they're going to have a they're going they're going to have a super spreader event on the 26th. So don't forget to show up for that. And then five days later, when your fever is peaking, show up to our free April Fool's show. <laughs> free comedy show. So it's uh, Friday, April 1st, and it's free. So uh, I know a friend of the show, Shaheen's going to be on there. Ted Anderson is going to be Ted there. Ted Anderson and uh, a lot of other comedians. Like me and Chino LaForge and Chino some LaForge newcomers. And maybe. Meredith also. Yeah. She's so funny. Mm-hmm. She was she was uh, one of the newcomers at the open mic that we were doing, that open air speakeasy open mic. So that's going to be a good time. Uh, I've also got a show coming up at Pinatas April 10th. Wow. They're having a show at Pinatas. Yes, that Pinatas, the Mexican food place. They have a new uh, late night venue. Yeah. And so I'm. Is it at the Pinatas or is it a different location? I don't know. Oh, okay. I'll find out. Who's on that you know. show? Uh, me. <laughs> I think it's me, Chino, and Angie the Diva. Wow. And I'm being paid in horchata. 
That's what it's you want. All, all the horchata all the horchata you, you can lives. drink, baby. So that's a shit on that show. I, I finally get paid made horchata. it. They're it's... paying me in money at the playground. Ew. Ew. That I was know. like that was like the time that I got paid in pizza at Pele's Pizza, mm. but their pizza was terrible. Yeah, the Pepto Bismol <laughs> cost more than the pizza. I don't even know if you could call that pizza at Paley's Pizzeria. <laughs> can we do? Is it a qualitative statement if you say that they have the worst pizza? Not if it's on Lanai. You can, you <laughs> okay. can totally. Our radio waves don't even reach over there, so I don't think it's going to affect yeah, them positively or adversely. And uh, I spent thirty hours this week playing Elden Ring. Is that also like Quirtle? <laughs> yes, Elden Ring is a, a a word search that's extremely hard. <laughs> they don't give you any clues; you just have to randomly guess a five letter word. You get well, you get two chances, and you just guess a five letter word. That sounds about right. <laughs> no, Elden. No, seriously, what is Elden Ring? El- Elden Ring is this extremely hard video game that just came out recently. So, are you familiar with? I know you. I know you're not, but are you familiar with the Dark Souls franchise? No, <laughs> or Demon Souls? Nope, not it was this very hard uh combat based like fighting video game where you go around and like kill monsters and stuff like that and uh it was known for being extremely hard and so it's a very popular video game franchise and the guy who did those video games came out with a new one called elden ring in collaboration with george rr R. martin no way of game of thrones fame so it's like Dark Souls How much meets collaboration Lord of the Rings, was pretty much. Well, he he provided like all the source material to help do world building for this like fantasy world that it takes place in. So if you're a fan of like fantasy open world games or the Dark Souls franchise, Elden Ring has been quite popular. It's a new hot video game that everybody's talking about, along with Lee Carvalho's Putting Challenge. So get that for your kids hey. for. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> for their Is birthday. That a Simpsons joke? Yes. <laughs> if their birthday's coming up, don't forget that. Oh, also, KawaiCon is next month. Now, KawaiCon is not about the island of Kauai. It's not about it's the about island of Kauai. It's about cute Japanese stuff. Why is KawaiCon on Oahu? It doesn't make any ah, sense. But that's the con. KawaiCon is an anime convention where people go and do cosplay, which is when you dress up like Bill Cosby. The world is ending and you are doing cosplay? You got to go to PrepperCon, man. You don't know when the world's going to end. I don't want to go to PrepperCon. You have to buy Patriot I got to go to Preparation HCon. Oh. Because <laughs> I've been doing a lot of sitting lately. Oh, is that? Is that what gets it to you? Is sitting? Is the hemorrhoids? I don't know. You think, Tony, do you get hemorrhoids from sitting too much or from pooping too much? I think both? you get you get it from inactivity. Really? Yeah, which is why a lot of it flared up during uh, quarantine because everybody was just kind of sitting around their house not doing oh. anything. Yeah, hmm. I don't think it's the frequency of pooping. My hemorrhoids. Hold on, let's ask Tony. I... Uh, also, there's. Uh, friend of the show, Jamie, our friend, is going to be in a play that's coming up in April as well. I've heard about this, it's, and I'm very excited. It's presented by Maui on stage. It's called She Kills Monsters, and it's uh, it's sort of a play that's kind of based uh, on Dungeons & Dungeons Dungeons & Dragons? That yeah. nerdy game about rolling dice yeah, and saving so the world? If you're a D&D nerd like ourselves, like we are, uh, she also plays D&D with us, which is ironic because she had to take a couple weeks off for rehearsals, so it's like she she skipped playing D anD D to go be in a play about D anD D. She gifted the magi herself. Yes, <laughs> how ironic! Um, but if you're a D anD D fan, that's going to be presented by Maui on stage, and that's coming up uh, mid April through through May first. So it's like April sixteenth and seventeenth, so and the twenty second through the twenty fourth in collaboration with another art community. Is it a pro and arts? They're, and they're doing it at Eau Theater. Oh, okay. So it's which is the other historic landmark. 
in Maui. Not to all be of which venues that we've played with the historic biscuits and gravy. Oh wait, you know what? I don't think I've ever played EL Theater. You've never done EL? No, I was supposed to be on a show there that got canceled because of COVID a couple years ago. They might be bringing it back. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, I think they are bringing that guy back, so I might still get to open for him. It was the guy that looks like uh, Claudio Sanchez from <laughs> Coheed and Cambria. <laughs> oh, it, I thought you just were opening up for Coheed and Cambria. Oh yeah, that would be that would be the real dream. Yeah. Uh, you've opened up for Pauly Shore there, and did you open up for William Shatner? <laughs> William Shatner and uh, Chris Farley, comedian extraordinaire. Oh yeah, so you've played the you've played EL a couple times. Chris Farley's brother, it's who's so really weird a sweetheart. That I've never I've never played EL theater. It's just a, one of those weird coincidental things. Let's get into the show. Today's show is brought to us by Bon Jovi's Anchovies. They give anchovies a good name. You got it dialed in to KAKU, KAKU 88.5, the voice of Maui. Bon Jovi's anchovies, so good you'll eat them dead or alive. <laughs> they give anchovies a good name. Bon Jovi's anchovies, they're slippery when wet. Ooh, I like it. Bon Jovi's anchovies, <laughs> the best smelling thing in New Jersey. All right. Today's show is underwritten in part by Andrew Jackson's Eye Drops, guaranteed to get the red out. Andrew Jackson's eye drops. You'll have a trail of tears oh, for Andrew Jackson's eye drops. And hey, guess what? Not funny. They're only twenty dollars. <laughs> only twenty dollars. Uh, That's a good deal for eye drops. Most common <laughs> dollar bill. <laughs> And he's for doing cocaine, it. he is. Yeah, that's, that's why right. Andrew Jackson always looks so high mm-hmm. on that twenty dollar bill. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, Chuck, uh, I got some sad news for you. Oh no, is it true? Did another porn star die? You know it. So this week for Morningwood, we do have a true Morningwood with a U, because uh, it's my my sad responsibility to announce that trans porn star Angelina Please has been found. <laughs> Angelina dead. Please. Angelina Please. Angelina Please. Trans porn star just found dead in a Las Vegas apartment. Uh, apparently. The cause of death was uh, fentanyl-laced ketamine. Ooh. Which is rough, man. There's uh, been so much, so many deaths going on because of fentanyl lately. It's been such a very sad time. So, guys, while you're out there and you're doing your ketamine, always be safe when you're doing your ketamine. Make sure that you get it from a trusted source and that you know your supplier. And uh, always make sure that... (laughs) Always make sure that you're being safe when you're doing your ketamine. Don't be the first. Don't be the first person to do the ketamine, right? Always. You know, uh, Stephen Wright once said, "The early bird gets the worm, but the second mouse gets the cheese." Do not look up Angela Pleaser porn videos on your phone. <laughs> Angelina, please. Angelina, please. Angelina, please. She was a trans porn star. So. Yeah, that's what I found out. Yeah, did you just Google it and yeah, see, get just an eyeful? really understood. She had great tattoos, though, I got to yeah. say. Wow. Uh, also in Morningwood, here's a, you, you know what? I just want to give a little disclaimer, guys. Fentanyl, we got to get this stuff off the streets. Yeah. There's there was uh just a a case in LA, I think like 2 weeks ago where a bunch of people died because of fentanyl-laced uh cocaine. So, why would you as a drug dealer, wouldn't you want your 
clients to just get addicted and not die? Why, why are they putting it in there if it's killing people? I don't know. It, it seems like fentanyl would be harder to get than cocaine and more expensive, too. See, I, don't, so I, don't, I usually don't mind the black market. It's the things that the government regulates that I really mind, Vincent Fodi. Yeah. They're putting poison in our sunscreen, and they got to take the poison out of our yeah, cocaine. It's, it's funny that cocaine is illegal and fentanyl is legal. It is legal, yeah. And it's the fentanyl in the cocaine that's killing people, not the cocaine. So this is why we need to do like what Portugal did and just make everything legal. See, do you know why cocaine is illegal? Um, why is that? Because it doesn't make white people money. It makes brown people money. Why yeah. is why was weed illegal? Uh, because of Mexicans. Because of Mexicans. That's why it's called marijuana. Marijuana, yeah. <laughs> we all know that the war on drugs has historically only existed to disenfranchise minorities. Yeah. That's why opium became illegal because uh, when all the Chinese people were building the railroads in America, they wanted to keep them in cheaper slave labor. Well, we got to figure out a way to put all these Chinese people in jail, so we'll just take whatever drug they happen to enjoy and make it illegal. Yeah, which, by the way, man. That's what they did. That's why why, uh, trafficking charges on crack are way worse than actual cocaine because... Crack was affecting the black communities, mm-hmm. and cocaine was in the white communities. Mm-hmm. Preach, I bro. I don't Preach. need to tell you that. Here's some. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if you heard about this. In there was a Ohio detention center where somebody must have been trying to smuggle in fentanyl, and they put it. They were like hiding it in the air vents. No. And the bag broke open, no! and the fentanyl got released no! into the air ducts, and seven people were hospitalized because of fentanyl okay, overdoses. Okay, but what about the people that didn't get hospitalized? They, <laughs> you know, they wow, probably, they probably had a grand all the time they're like this Yo, is the best detention center ever you're in solitary confinement and you're like losing your mind <laughs> i think there's something in the air Whoa. in this ohio detention center <laughs> let's do something fun all Wrong. right it's not fun Ooh, wwe wrestler tony storm tony storm tony storm wwe wrestler tony storm just released an only fans account no. Aren't you excited, Chuck? No, I'm not. Yeah, she now has an OnlyFans account. Uh, she it's it's nineteen ninety nine a month and uh, she already has made uh, she made thirty three K in her first day of Whoa. releasing her OnlyFans account. So I, now how many people still watch wrestling? Oh. Apparently a lot of people still watch wrestling. Hmm. Um, I didn't know this, but uh, wrestlers have huge fan bases, and she made a ton of cash. She made thirty-three grand on her first day, which should be just enough to cover her medical bills. Because as we know, um, wrestlers don't have very good health insurance. You would think that in that career, you would have great health insurance. Yeah, but I mean, don't football players more like, have great health insurance when uh, they're done? I don't think so. Oh no! Same thing like our veterans. Oh no! <laughs> don't you no. think that they would take care of our veterans who are no. putting their life on the line to go and fight? for our country but no it's not ironic (laughs) yeah i think wrestlers are like independent contractors or something like that oh that's the worst what are they uber driver i know as a matter of fact i think uh the same thing with like baseball players like minor league baseball players it just got ruled that they are baseball players in the off season so the the mlb minor leagues have to take care of them in the off season oh man ticket prices are gonna skyrocket (laughs) for (laughs) for minor league baseball games yeah so instead of 12 dollars a ticket it's gonna be 14 dollars a ticket DC, DC? DC, Washington, DC. Is suing Grubhub? Is suing Grubhub for hidden charges and for lying about how much they charge people. Really? Yeah. That's cool. So they were taking a menu Get them, Grubhub. adding money to the menu. Wasn't Grubhub also it? the ones that were taking their driver's tips and yeah. keeping them? Yeah. Oh my goodness. Don't support Grubhub, guys. No! 
Oh, here's another fun item for Morningwood. Robert Pattinson, uh, before the movie The Batman came out, mm-hmm. Robert Pattinson made an offhand comment where he was like, they're like, what happens if The Batman flops? He's like, well, if the movie flops, I'll probably just do porn. So a lot of people nice. were excited about that, but then the movie didn't flop. So now so- we're all mad that we're not seeing him do porn. They teased it with this in The Lighthouse. We thought we were seeing Robert Pattinson's junk in The in the Lighthouse, Vincent Foti, and we never saw his penis. So it's very upsetting. I, I want to see William Willem Dafoe's penis. Bro, I because hear it's, it's so big that they that's had the real a nude, Lighthouse. <laughs> they had a nude uh, scene in The Last Temptation of Christ, but they didn't want to show him nude. Because his because penis it, was so large. Was that the, that the director said it was quote distracting. <laughs> so they had to get a smaller penis stand-in for Jesus. Yeah, but you know, I hear Jesus is well. Hung. They actually used his penis as a stand-in for the lighthouse yeah. itself, oh, the actual no. lighthouse. It was All so right. big, Willem Dafoe. Uh. But and so, so somebody asked Robert Pattinson a follow-up question. They're like, "Well, since the Batman didn't flop, are you still thinking about doing porn?" And he said, "Quote: Never say never." Nice. So Robert Pattinson fans out there if, if, who are trying to see Robert Pattinson naked, never give up. Mm-hmm. There's still hope for you guys you out there. You cannot give up you on can- the gravy. <laughs> you cannot. cannot. You cannot give up on the you gravy. cannot. Today's show is brought to us by Jim Croce's Crochet Kits. He doesn't mess around with Slim and he doesn't mess around with quality crochet equipment. Good old Jim Crochet's crochet Hey, Chuck, equipment. are you looking for quality crochet equipment? You know it. <laughs> well... I've got a name. A stitch in time saves nine. <laughs> Today's show is also brought to us by Edward Norton's antivirus. Do you have a primal fear of malware? Don't wait until the 25th hour to protect your computer. A subsidiary of Kenny Loggins Cybersecurity. You got to dial into the Biscuit Boys on KAKU, KAKU, 88.5, The Voice of Maui. Maui's free speech station. We are The Biscuits and Gravy Show, and we are your truth network. This is the number one place for biscuit and or gravy news. Don't turn that dial because we got the best biscuit segment coming up right now, Vincent Fody. Let's dive into it. Oh, dear. Do you hear that sound, Chuck? Oh, yeah. You know that sound means it's time for Biscuits and or Gravy News. Ooh. <laughs> Biscuits and or Gravy News is presented in part by Benedict Cumberbatch's Umbrella Patches. Got a leaky umbrella? Don't just patch it up. Cumberbatch it up. Today's show is entered in part by Beyonce's Homemade Preserves. I don't think you're ready for this jelly. Uh, and... T- Today's show is also brought to us by James Brown Scrotal Transplant Center. Papa's got a brand new bag at James Brown Scrotal Transplant Center. It's a man's world. Down at James Brown's Scrotal Transplant Center. Oh, hold on. Friend of the show, John Boyd, just texted us and said, uh, Blue Streak Fentanyl. <laughs> <laughs> we were just talking about that movie, Blue Streak, the other yes, day. Where... Where Martin they, Lawrence they steal, hides diamonds in a building. He's, he's a diamond the thief, and he hides it. He hides it station. in the ventilation shaft. Yeah, and then it becomes a police station. So then he has to break into the police station to steal the diamonds back. So he has to pretend to be a cop. Great movie, fantastic. And then it's uh, is that Luke Wilson? Is I think it? Luke Wilson plays his partner. Yeah, no way. Yeah, Luke Wilson and Martin Lawrence. Great, great movie. Mm. Yo tango and gato in me pantalones. Mm. <laughs> That's a little line from Blue Street. You're on a gravy train with biscuit wheels. Chuck, do you love cold cuts? I do like cold <laughs> cuts. I just hate when I'm pregnant because I can't eat cold cuts when I'm pregnant. 
Wait, I have why to microwave that? cold cuts, and then they're not cold cuts anymore. Oh, they're warm it's cuts? very confusing information. Hot cuts. Yeah. Hot cuts and like, hot takes here I on hate, the Biscuits and Gravy Show. I hate hot cuts and hot takes. <laughs> hot cuts and hot takes. I do not <laughs> want any hot cuts or hot takes. We've got a lot of new segments this week. <laughs> Corn nuts or porn nuts? <laughs> Cake pops or K-pop? And hot cuts and hot takes with Chuck Sauce in the morning. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. We forgot to do Biscuits and or Gravy News. Let's get into Biscuits and or Gravy News. reintroduce Biscuits and or Gravy News. Biscuits and or Gravy News is presented by <laughs> Benedict Cumberbatch's Dictionaries. Have no worries with Benedictionaries. And today's show is also presented by Paul Reiser's Yeast. Makes a great Jewish rye. You'll be mad about Paul Reiser's Yeast. Coming up the show, we got Spoiler Alert, we got Gluttony Club, we're going to take an actual break, but first, Biscuit and or Gravy News. Okay, we've got a lot to talk about for Biscuits and or Gravy News. Uh, I don't know if you heard about this, but Pillsbury, uh, their, their biscuits, <laughs> there's a Pillsbury biscuit shortage going on right now. There is a biscuit shortage. So guys... If you are having trouble as finding... As is predicted. As is predicted, yes. We Last did. week, no biscuit shortage. This week, biscuit shortage. Biscuit shortages. Well, we did We did say that the, the company that makes those cardboard pop tins... Yes. Um, w- went out of business. So some of the some of the distributors in the area in like the Midwest were having trouble getting the tins to put the actual biscuits in. But now Pillsbury is having trouble with supply chain issues. Flour, um, bro. Yeah. So they're they're having trouble trying to get all those biscuits out there. So guys, look up your old episodes of of biscuits and gravy. Find some good biscuit recipes. Uh, my favorite one is probably uh, the George uh, the George Bush. Biscuit recipes. Oh, yeah. Those are like cheddar jalapeno biscuits. Those are so yummy. Oh, man. George, uh, say what you will about George W. Bush. But he knows his biscuits. He, he, the man knows good biscuits. It was like the White Housekeeper's breakfast recipes. Yeah, it was, uh, yeah, the the White House chef had like a specific, like, cheddar jalapeno biscuit recipe that he, that, that the George W. Bushes loved. I want a, I want a White House chef. So nothing will, will get you all geared up for a day of committing war crimes, like some delicious, jalapeno cheddar biscuits <laughs> uh also red lobster oh, red, speaking of red, cheddar biscuits red lobster is releasing uh a, a line of honey butter biscuits no so we all know that that red lobster has the cheddar bay biscuits which we know and we love and uh a couple months ago we talked about the fact that they're going to start releasing releasing them uh to be available for like to buy them and take them home and make them like the take and bakes yeah not like the they have the boxes now where you have to add ingredients and do work not a fan right but then they also have the instant ones and the, but those are just the cheddar bay ones but now they're releasing honey butter biscuits and they're also going to make those available in stores to buy and take home and make as well you know, when it comes to honey bisque butter biscuits though i just would rather add the honey on it myself like cheese does well really dried maple does kind of okay but honey i want the actual viscosity of honey on it yeah but it's not I don't like want the, dried honey honey maybe it's on the side because as we know honey is the one food product that is shelf stable forever it never expires so they can just put it in a bag on the side yeah Interesting. yeah all right like uh what's the who's the place that gives you the packets of honey when you buy biscuits is it kfc does I kfc give you pa- i can't place that i at think all. kfc gives you packets of honey no way yeah if i'm not mistaken i gotta get on a, a biscuit mission right now we'll look that up uh and we'll get back to you guys 
guys next week for follow up junction on whether or not <laughs> KFC Ooh, gives you packets of honey. It. I'm pretty sure KFC gives you. Yeah. Okay. Tony is giving me the thumbs up. It is KFC. Thanks, Tony. If you order biscuits, they give you a packet of honey. That's to our squeeze onto your engineer and executive <laughs> and, producer and DJ Tony biscuit, uh, biscuit aficionado Tony Two Toes. <laughs> uh, and so, uh, <laughs> Red Lobster. This is true. Red Lobster said there is no cheddar in the honey butter biscuits, but if you miss the cheddar being in the biscuits because it gives it a really good flavor and consistency, they give you a little cheat sheet on how to actually add cheddar and how much cheddar to add back into the biscuits if you want to add them to your honey butter biscuits. So Red Lobster has thought Cheddar honey everything. butter biscuits. Yeah. Cheddar honey butter biscuit bay biscuits. Wow. So That's a thick bay. So thank you, Red Lobster, for covering all your bases. You know, those some of those cheddar fans were going to be upset at the absence of cheddar, but there's always a way. You can always add some cheddar in. And one more thing. For me. Chuck, you remember back in the day when Young Gravy was like an unknown... And we were like the first... Before I went to Vegas and met him and gave him the strength and, and courage he needed to become a bigger, more famous rapper. Yes. We were the we were the first people to ever talk about Young Gravy back when he was like a nobody, mm-hmm. before anybody was talking about him. And now Young Gravy's actually getting kind of big. Yeah. So I'm I mean, actually worried he might eclipse us. Um, <laughs> yes. Uh, and so... It's like outliving that, your children. I mean, uh, we like to talk about the biscuit bump, but honestly, this is true. We gotta stop giving the biscuit bump, though, I mean, man. Really, the We're only, bumping it up too the much. The only reason that we talked about Young Gravy was because we I kept getting Google alerts for Gravy, and he was like the... He kept popping up in the news all the time. Young Gravy. But over the last couple years that we've been talking about him, Young Gravy has actually become like an established rapper. He went from like SoundCloud unknown rapper to actually opening up for some big-name bands. And you're never going to believe this, Chuck, but this is true. And they've missed out on another huge naming opportunity by not consulting us. We know this always happens, but Young Gravy, this is true. He's opening up and going on a, 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 a small stint of a tour with Limp Bizkit. Okay. And so Young Gravy is performing with Limp, Limp Bizkit, Bizkit. And they are not calling it. They are not calling it the Biscuit and Gravy Tour. Why would they not do that? Why doesn't anybody consult us about these things first? Nothing is better than biscuits and gravy. Don't they know the truth? They... The Biscuit and Gravy Tour, they totally missed it. So Limp Biscuit released a new album recently. I believe it was in 2021. Mm. It's the name of the album is Limp Biscuit Still Sucks. Uh which kind Bend of over Abigail May, because here comes a gravy pipe. I feel like they're kind of trying to go like you know how NoFX likes to do like self-deprecating humor in their album titles? Like oh. they they have a, a live album called I Heard They Suck Live. <laughs> And uh, they also NoFX also has a live album called I I think it's called they I think they still suck live or something like that. And so Limp Bizkit uh, kind of went that route and is doing a self-deprecating album name, and it's called Limp Bizkit Still Sucks. It even has that like '90s cartoon like hand-drawn cartoon <laughs> yeah. cover, which was very popular for like '90s album covers back in the day. Oof. Uh, which is the the same kind of like 
uh, at, like drawing style that NoFX used. So I, I feel like they're taking, they're borrowing a little bit out of no, NoFX's handbook there. Except that NoFX sounds good. <laughs> yeah, except NoFX actually is good. Yeah. <laughs> but Limp Bizkit does actually still suck. Wow. But yeah, so they, they came. And Limp so, Bizkit was the original obnoxious man in a red hat. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's true. So Young but, Gravy, that's some hot young fans. Open up for yeah, and so they're they're calling it the Limp Biscuit Still Sucks tour, I think. And so there's a couple other there's a couple other people on the tour, uh, but they really missed out on a great I think naming Young opportunity. Gravy is going to surpass Limp Biscuit. Biscuit is right here. I mean, he was already. Uh, uh, Why he, would they not call it the Biscuits and Gravy tour? <laughs> I don't know, but it's a it's a very sad day. I'm more I, concerned I, about your gravy that, level. That should be a morning wood for. Them you not calling have been it. Telling us to drink eight <laughs> glasses of gravy a day. It's very not sad. Biscuits and gravy. That they did not call it the biscuits and gravy tour. So uh, if you're in the Ohio area, you can go check out Young Gravy and Limp Biscuit. Apparently, <laughs> wow. All right, you want to take a break, and then uh, we'll come back. When we come back after the break, we're going to do Gluttony Club. Uh, I ate some Korean food, and Chuck also got some... Uh, <laughs> I got a care package from a country that may have been in the news lately. I think Corky might have sent you something. But we're going to talk about all that and more coming up after the break. We'll be right back after these messages. Cheers. And we're back. All, all right. right. Time, it's time for a little th- segment we call Gluttony Club. I love Gluttony Club. So, Gluttony Club, we talk a lot about what we're making at home. I'm making some sourdough bread today. Ooh. I got some corned beef in the crock pot. I, corned beef, like Irish style, is just okay, but I really like the leftovers better. I yeah. like making homemade corned beef hash. I love making corned beef tacos. What is what is corned beef? Like, how do you corn something? If you, it's basically like a, a almost pickled cut of cheap meat. And you pickle Pickled? it and season it, pretty much. Yeah, it's brined. Is it brined? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Are you sure? Yes. <laughs> and then you boil that. They don't just put. They don't just don't inject it with corn. No, they don't. Like we do it to our corn. livestock. No, which is also very yummy. So I got a gift box here, Vince. And what country is this gift box from? Uh, this comes from Russia. Now, so you you guys probably have seen these on your in your Facebook ads or your Instagram ads. There's a, a company called Universal Yums, and each week they send you a snack box, or each month they send you a snack box from a different place around the world featuring snacks from a different country from <laughs> around the world. And uh, just because of a poor coincidence... It's terrible this timing. Bad timing. This month's snack box happens to have been curated from Russia. Russia is where so. <laughs> the universal yums are from. So we're pretty excited this month. We have a nice candy bar here called Yarch, which is... <laughs> <laughs> Yarch! Wait, is there an exclamation point? There is. <laughs> <laughs> it's Y A R C H E exclamation point. I'm going to hold it up to the Yarsh. camera. Yarsh! <laughs> we have. It does have an exclamation there's point. There's only one vowel in this. It's R W K N H O or waffles with boiled condensed milk filling. Oh, these look like the strip waffles, which are pretty good. So this is. <laughs> We had Stroopwafels uh, from Belgium was a couple months ago. I love Stroopwafels. The first some... time I ever had Stroopwafels, I was on a plane. Yeah, that's how they indoctrinate you, and I'm okay with it. <laughs> it's harmful pedagogy on airplanes nowadays, trying to get you to be like those Belgians. Bond time. 
This is your Cope Cope Nop Nop Knopka. And of course, it is ice cream flavor nugget with cocoa glaze. What? Let me see. Did you get any Boloshka? Boloshka is my favorite. Uh, Boloshka is a, a Russian snack called. It's it's got a picture of a squirrel on it because Boloshka means a little baby squirrel. Boloshka. 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 Boloshka and borscht. And so uh, that's like one of my favorite Russian snacks. But I'm very excited to try some of these. Bon time, kobyakam nakhvava. And I'm really excited because we're going to be eating crab-flavored chips. Okay, so I'm, I'm very excited to try these. It's got a picture of not a crab on the front. It's got a picture of, like, a blue monster. Yeah, it looks like – remember if you took acid and watched Nick Children? Yeah. It looks like face, face. on it. Yeah, there remember is a face? picture of a Dungeness crab on back. Hi there, face here. And the ones that aren't broken, I mean, they kind of do make the chips look like crab. Oh. So we're eating what looks like – Oh, it puffed, does look like a little crab. Puffed styrofoam Yeah, it looks crab. Like, like a puffed rice. That tastes like crab. Oh wow, yeah. So it's basically it tastes like those those shrimp chips. It's like the shrimp chips, but crab. Yeah, but crabby flavor. Mmm, mm. not bad. Well, that's really good. Yeah, if you would have told me twenty years ago that I'd be eating crab chips on the radio, I thought it was just going to be chips with like Old Bay in them. Because I think on the East Coast, anything that's like crab fries or crab chips, there's really never no crab go, in it. There's, there's no crab. Old they just Bay put seasoning. Old Bay seasoning on it. But those actually do taste like. Crab? Yeah. Wow, that's really good. Hey, Tony, you want some crab chips? It gives you really good breath. Crab chips? Wow, who would have thought? And, of course, we're going to finish this one off with um, mushroom croutons. Here, give Tony a crab chip. Let's Here, see. Here, Tony, have some crab chips. It's a big bag. Wow, those crab chips are really good. Yeah, I was expecting – I feel like there's I feel like there's one or two companies that actually makes like a, like a crab chip that's like potato chips with Old Bay on them. And then uh, on, in restaurants on the East Coast, a lot of times you can go to like you go to like Chicky and Pete's, and they have crab fries, which are basically just like fries and melted cheese, and then they sprinkle some Old Bay on top. I love seasoning. which is good, but it doesn't taste like crab. It tastes like crab seasoning. These chips taste like like crab. They really do. Well, that's really good. They're not bad. You want crab more? chips? Yeah, I'll take one more. Yeah, some more. Hmm. I wonder what the exclamation point is with this guy. Yar. It's snack time. <laughs> That's a very angry face. We're going to put this up on our Instagram, of course. Yarsh! All right. So the point I'm trying to make here, Vincent Fodi, is, is that, that just because a, a place, a country's leader commits war crimes doesn't mean that they can't still produce delicious snack foods. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, look at America. Our presidents commit war crimes all the time. All the time. And they still You're make... you tell me cheeseburgers don't taste good? Like Condoleezza's Rice Krispies. They'll advocate war crimes they, against, against hunger. hunger. <laughs> yes. Uh, Condoleezza Rice, she does advocate war crimes, but she does make delicious Rice Krispie treats. Mm. And I, th I feel like the two kind of balance each other out. Today's show is brought to us by Merrill Street Street Sweepers. They'll clean up in hours. And also by Nick Nolte. It's bad for you. Yarsh! Yarsh! <laughs> I gotta put a picture of this Yarsh Yarsh! 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 Um, also... Why is the thought bubble coming out of his, like, furrowed eyebrow? It's not a thought too. bubble. It's a speech bubble. Oh. Yeah. So his eyebrow is talking to you. What does it say? It's time for snack? Yes. It's time for snack! <laughs> Jesus Christ. Time for a snack in Ukraine. <laughs> All right. So, oh, let's uh, do another little thing for Gluttony Club. Last week, I had an issue, which uh, I like to lovingly refer to as No Tie Tuesday, 
Okay. We had plans to get Thai food yesterday, and so we were like, oh, let's go get some Thai food. We'll go to Aloha Thai Fusion, you know, Aloha Thai Fusion, which is over by Foodland. Mm, uh, they got chunky cashews. And so we we were going to go over there and get Thai food. It turns out they're closed for renovation. No! So we were very upset because that's one of my favorite Thai food spots. They have fantastic pad Thai. It's very so I was sad when I went over there and and it was closed. So then we we're like, okay, let's go to um, Thailand Cuisine, which is over in the Kikui Mall. So we we went to go call up Thailand Cuisine. Thailand Cuisine closed down. No way! Not only did they close down, they closed down like ten, like eight days ago. So oh, we wow. just we just missed. Getting, How does a Thai restaurant go out of business in Maui? I don't How's know because last week we just talked about on on. Uh, on gluttony club how thailand uh actually gives thai restaurants money to go out and start thai restaurants and places so they they must have had a pretty rough time cut, i believe i believe they're still yeah they must have they must have lost their funding or something um but yeah there's still a thailand cuisine in kahului i believe it might be at the mall maybe but unfortunately the one in kihei had closed down so then we're like, all right, well, where are we going to go? How about Nutri's? Nutri's closed on Tuesdays. Whoa. So fortunately, Nutri's no has not. Tuesdays for you. Fortunately, Nutri's is not closed permanently, but they were closed on Tuesdays. So we ended up going to Cafe Moon, which is, as you know, my favorite Korean food spot Korean on is the so island. Good. Um, although, I got to say, uh, what's the name of the place over here in Wailuku? Tiffany's? Mm. Tiffany's. I know Tony probably agrees with me on this one. Tiffany's, fantastic Korean food. Tiffany's is like Korean and local food. Too. They do, yeah. They have a nice blend of like Korean and local food. Uh, their meat June, un- oh man, I love meat June. If you guys don't know, it's steak. It's like sugary steak. It's so it's, yummy. <laughs> meat meat June is Korean comfort food. So it's it's thinly slight. Oh, I'm getting a thumbs up from Tony. DJ Tony he gave me jokes. <laughs> he gave me a passionate nod and a thumbs up. So. Um, uh, yeah, meat June is you take like steak and you thinly slice it almost as if you were making like cheesesteaks, like Philly cheesesteaks, and then you marinate them in it's basically like shoyu and sugar. And then you take it and instead of doing like a breading, mm-hmm. so you know some breading you do yeah. the egg on the inside and then the flour on the outside. This you do the flour on the inside and then the egg on the outside. So you have like this eggy breading on the outside. It's, uh, I love meat June so much. And then you mix that with some kimchi fried so rice. Right oh my god! And I, I got you know what I got from from Cafe Moon. What'd you get? I got the uh, beef bulgogi chokboki, which is my favorite. Chokboki is those like uh, little rice cake noodles, which is like um like a chewy penne almost. It's hard to describe, but it's always fantastic. I love Korean food. So yummy. Um, so kimchi fried rice is my favorite part about living in Hawaii. Yeah, kimchi fried rice is so good. And anytime you make your own homemade kimchi, and then you uh, you make some kimchi fried rice. Oh man, it makes it all worth it. Oh, and speaking of uh, fermentation corner, <laughs> my hot sauce, uh, the the hot sauce that I made that's habanero and star fruit. That's going to be ready like next week. I look forward to buying a it's, bunch of Mexican. It's food only a couple days away. Yeah, buy me some Mexican food, bring it over to my house, and we'll eat it with some hot sauce together, Chuck. Mmm. All right. Uh oh, we just set off the fire alarm. You know it. Because that, seg- that segment here. was hot. That hot segment was fire. Uh-huh. All right, so let's do a little spoiler alert, and then, let's dive into it, man. And then uh, coming up at the end of the show, don't forget. 
Chuck Stuff the Knowledge Buffalo. Chuck Stuff the Knowledge Buffalo. <laughs> Don't forget if you wanna if you wanna try to stump the buffalo for Chucky Stumps and the Biscuit Bumps. Don't forget to email your <laughs> trivia questions to thebiscuitsandgravy at gmail.com and we'll ask them to Chuck live on the air. Uh, so, alright, let's get in the spoiler alert. Spoiler alert is brought to us by Nick Nolte. Nick Nolte, it's bad for you. Spoiler is underwritten in part by Jeremy Irons Irons. You'll be impressed with Jeremy's Irons. <laughs> and also by Rick Astley's Rickshaw Rides. He's never going to let you down, but he will pick you up in one of his fabulous rickshaws. Rick Astley's Rickshaw Rides, one of the most fabulous rickshaws in the greater Oahu area. <laughs> okay, so this week for spoiler alert... Um, we talked about Batman last week, the Batman with Robert Pattinson, and it, it had a very it had a very seven feel. It was one of the darkest Batman movies because I always thought that the Christopher Nolan Batman movies were going to be like the darkest version of Batman. Those are the ones starring um, Christian Bale. Christian Bale, interesting. Hey, he talks like this. Yeah. The Bat Batman, Alfred. Uh. <laughs> Also, Morgan Freeman, so good in those movies. you got to love Morgan Freeman in anything he does, whether he's playing Vincent the Vegetable Vampire. <laughs> <laughs> Back on – did you ever see that? You remember that, that show, The Electric Factory? Yeah. Yeah. It was in the it, 80s. Yeah, it was like an 80s um, Sesame Street <laughs> clone. And so Morgan Freeman was on that show, and one of his characters that he played was Vincent the Vegetable Vampire. And he was a vampire that just ate vegetables. Isn't that great? <laughs> <laughs> to- uh, sounds like Tony man. loves that. Um, and well, so- like how many TV stars, st- TV stars started on like Pee Wee's Playhouse? Oh yeah, right. By the way, fun fact: uh, uh, Lawrence Fishburne was the the mailman on on Pee Wee's Playhouse. And also, fun fact: Andy Kaufman was one of the producers on Pee Wee's Playhouse. So wow, a lot of lot of prestige. He, he must have died. Right on it, because Phil Hartman was also like a producer. Yeah, a lot, lot of prestige behind that show, wow. Pee Wee's Playhouse. We were just kids at the time, so we didn't know, but there was a lot of great comedy minds behind that, including That's Paul Rubens so of Paul Rubens Beef Jerky. Makes a great snack to take to the movies. Um, so, uh, so the bat, the Batman movie. <laughs> You're looking for the one that says, I thought hurricane season was over. Hurricane season was over. (laughs) (laughs) Hurricane season was over. There we go. So that that is a clip from James Franco, a friend of the show. James Franco's Franks. His Franks are frankly the best. Frankly the best. Now, what's your hot take of the new Batman movie? Batman movie, really good. Uh, It's the first Batman movie to feature the Riddler since Batman Forever, starring Uh, Jim Carrey, which is available on Hulu. I tried to watch it last week, and let me just say that movie movie is bad that movie is hot garbage that <laughs> that movie's hot garbage it was hot garbage and then and then it was followed up by batman and robin which is cold garbage this <laughs> <laughs> batman on ice is so, basically <laughs> in in arnold schwarzenegger's contract he gets to borrow props from that movie oh still. my goodness so <laughs> this is a <laughs> he true like story. took home a freeze gun or something. So he goes there for like Halloween and takes home the Mister Freeze outfit. <laughs> that just makes me like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, I know boy. he's so adorable. Uh, he also got banned from like Russian media because he made that plea to the yeah. Russian people about the Ukraine war. Gotta love Arnold Schwarzenegger. Um, so 
Yeah, Oscars for some are, reason, like, Oscars are coming up soon. Joel too, Schumacher uh, directed Batman Forever, and somehow, like, I think it was Jim Carrey, like, single handedly made that movie good somehow. Even though his performance in it is not great, like Jim Carrey was the hottest thing in the movies at that time, so somehow it ended up being like a very popular movie. And then I think Joel Schumacher like accidentally put out a popular movie, and so then they were like, <laughs> "Oh yeah, Joel Schumacher, we'll do it again. Let's do Batman and Robin." And he produced was probably the worst, one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my whole life. Batman is almost unwatchable, man. It it, it is unwatchable. It's so it's, cringeworthy. It's terrible. Uh, yeah, because there's a difference between like being campy and just being bad. And yes. Joel Schumacher is bad. That guy could not direct his way out of a paper bag. <laughs> also, <laughs> also, uh, The Price is Right is, is 50th anniversary. having their 50th anniversary. They're bringing it on tour, so Price is Right might be coming to a town near you, so that's Ooh, exciting. Maybe. Price is Right. So good. Uh, I guess they're going to do like an inflation edition. <laughs> That's the cool thing about the prices, right? Is that you can, like, the, the show is always fresh because prices are always going up. So you never really know exactly what stuff costs. The South Park uh, new episode is about St. Patty's Day. South Park uh, new season is airing every Wednesday. So, so, so far, there's probably a new episode this week. Pretty good. First episode was all right. The one about Second Token being named Tolkien super funny. was really funny. The St. Patty's Day episode was, was good. Pretty good. Butters uh, gets uh, labeled a sexual criminal for because, pinching people because when... he pinched a girl. <laughs> and he was like, but she wasn't wearing green. He's like, well, one thing you didn't know, she was wearing green socks. And they no! show. <laughs> So check out South Park every Wednesday. You have, to, you have to ask yourself, is there really such thing as uh, Irish magic, or did the cops get really stoned? Because, <laughs> spoiler alert, they have to break out of jail, and they're shooting, like, rainbow guns out of their fingers. I think it was a, a little touch of real magic, over. because yeah. we, as we know... Uh, leprechauns are real in the South Park universe as well because they caught a leprechaun, yes. which came from Imagination Land that was war- warning them about a terrorist attack. Ooh. And on the on the closed uh, circuit TV footage, they actually have Randy doing like the magical <laughs> leprechaun magic. So <laughs> I think it was actual magic. Oh man! Watch the new South Park episode and judge for yourself. Also, if you have Apple TV, which nobody does, check out Severance. Is that good? I watched the first two episodes. And it is, it's disturbing and uh, somewhat unsettling, but very interesting psychological idea of like, what would it be like if you, if your work life and your home life was separated so, so that you had no memory to get of the a, other. Like an operation where you, as soon as you go to work, you forget your home life. And as soon as you leave work, you forget what you just did at work. Yeah. It's sort of like an NDA for your brain. Which would be, I wish I could just leave here and forget about all the atrocities and I have to share the world with, man. So it's, it's sort of like The Office meets that movie Paycheck with Ben Affleck. <laughs> of, the, of course, one of the greatest John Woo movies ever. Uma Thurman was Uma in, Thurman that movie, in that movie. And she was in a terrible Batman movie oh. as well. <laughs> Uh, I've watched a new TV show. You're going to be so proud of me. I watched TV this week. Oh, really, Chuck? What did you watch? Uh, a show that was kind of okay. So this is a show called Life After Beth, which is not the better 2014 movie. Uh, Life After Beth is with Amy Schumer and Michael Sarah. I thought there it? was a movie called Life After Beth. Yep, that one was, it was with uh, April, what's her name? They couldn't think of a better uh, Aubrey pun. Pla- Aubrey Plaza. They couldn't think of a better pun for the name of the show? Yeah. <laughs> They're like, know. well, we can't change it now. We already wrote Beth down so in the script. I gotta, so I got to say, show is 
po- partially funny, definitely warming, definitely pretty cute. I don't think Amy Schumer needs to be playing the lead role. I think that anyone else could play for it. And as I said the beginning part of the show, it's nice to see her doing something different, but it's not that different because she's a drunk wine salesman in it. And I feel like she already has that image. Like She drank an entire bottle of wine mm. on her second stand-up special. You know, I was in the movie Trainwreck starring Amy Schumer and Bill Hader. Oh, yeah? Oh, wait. That was LeBron James. LeBron! <laughs> LeBron James has accomplished more in his comedy career than I have. Also, uh, season four of Marvelous Miss Maisel is out on Amazon Prime right now, which is uh, a show that I am a big fan of. Tony Shalhoub. And American Treasure. American Treasure, Tony Shalhoub. And also they announced that there is going to be a season five of Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, and that will be their final season, just like Gilmore Girls. Spoiler alert seasons. is also a conspiracy this week. The Academy Awards is playing this Sunday, I believe. Oh, is it? And they're trying to boost TV ratings. So they're cutting out the documentary awards from live television. Oh, no. This is the dumbing down of America, Vincent Fodi. Documentaries are like the last thing that they had for the smart people. My money is on uh, your cousin Jesse Plemons yeah. and Benedict Cumberbatch getting Oscars. Also, Jesse Plemons is in a new uh, Netflix movie called Windfall. Watch the trailer for that. It looks really good. It's from the the writer of the movie Seven. Ooh, which is dark. Uh, and then also, if you have HBO, definitely check out Our Flag Means Death, <laughs> which is super funny show about pirates. And now we got to do Chuck stuff the knowledge buffalo. Uh, our first question comes from Kevin in Baltimore, Maryland. Kevin wants to know: Neil Patrick Harris was famously played uh, what TV prodigy doctor? Neil Patrick Harris played oh, a prodigy, do- yeah. a young prodigy child um, doctor. Oh, man. Oh, God. Uh, Doogie Hauser? Doogie Hauser is correct. Wow. All right. Mary, Sh- Mary in Chicago wants to know, what was Beethoven's first name? Wolfgang. Amadeus? No. No. Nope. That was Mozart. Oh. I'll give you another guess. Um, Beethoven's Beethoven. first name. Van Beethoven. No, no. Didn't know it was Van Beethoven. No, it was... Ludwig. Oh, Ludwig von Beethoven. That was brought to us by Beethoven's Apartments, now available for release. <laughs> and our final question comes from David in Wailuku, Hawaii. David wants to know, the Philadelphia Union is a Philadelphia-based sports team. For, uh, for what sport? What sport does the Philadelphia Union play? Pick a sport. I'd, uh, hockey? Oh, I'm sorry. It was soccer. What? They have a soccer team. It's called the Philadelphia Union. And that also means that that's the end of our show. Wow. And what a show. Those crab chips are so good, Chuck. They're pretty darn good. I love them. All right. Support for Ukraine. Support with with Russia. And don't forget to, if you want to listen to all of our past episodes, you can look us up on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts. Look up Biscuits and Gravy 808. Follow us on Instagram, Biscuits and Gravy 808. And from me to you, hello. Das Vidanya. Come on and treat me.